1: BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to BetOnline.ag. Once again, BetOnline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. Garden report, Celtics lose to the Bucs. Hard to focus a ton on this game, knowing what's coming with the trade deadline on Thursday and wondering whether this is the last time you see this team in this form and whether that's a good or a bad thing. Um, and that's going to kind of be the debate, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a ton tonight. We'll spend some time on the game, and then we're going to get into, obviously, the trade deadline, which is hours away at this point, And, and whether the Celtics will, should, you know, what, you know, what's going to go on there but let's start with this game 24 point lead they whittle it all the way down have a shot to uh win or tie twice in the fourth quarter which is about as much as you could ask given the um situation Uh, in a normal season guys and under normal circumstances a game like this would obviously be a check mark in the positive category it's really hard to do it with this team because it just is kind of just another reminder of how frustrating they are um and I don't know. It's it's hard to take. Like I said, it's hard to take away positives here because of what led up to this point where they did come back in the game, giving you know open threes, falling down early, just looking like a dead team, and then great great push in the second half. So I don't know. Do you view this as more positive than negative that they came back in this
2: one? It's just another frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. You you nailed it right there. It's more negative because it's it's a it's this pattern that just the Celtics can't get out of their own way. Can't play forty eight. Yeah, it's the, exactly. It's the exact same thing we've been saying after these losses over and over again. And it was, we're sounding like broken records here. At this point, it's like, listen, the Celtics look like the team that were playing catch up all game long up until the fourth quarter where they decided to, to for things to click. But but that wasn't even the case on the defensive end against this Bucks team, in my opinion. I feel like they just couldn't string together stops. Whereas that was the difference between coming within two and pulling ahead completely. Because when you're missing those threes, they go a long way. When you're in transition and you can't keep up with the bucks, whether it's an open three uh, in the corner or, or whether it's, you know, is cutting down the middle with ease. Like the Celtics defense just continues to be ineffective in, in those areas where it's like open threes, transition defense. It's the same thing over and over again. Where in, in the fourth quarter, you're seeing them, you know, correct some of those mistakes by by picking things up offensively, but they're not getting out of their this, this pattern that we're continuing to see. So, yeah, I think you nailed it. You know, 40-plus 40, 40 games into the regular season – this isn't a moral victory whatsoever for the Celtics team.
0: I think they did a better job than you did defensively, or you thought they did defensively, just I mean, they held Giannis to 1 of 5 in the first half, 4 of 11 on the game with 13 points. The 3-point shooting staggering, they started 10 of 19, but they finished, what, 7 of 18? So they did much better stopping that in the second half. I thought Grant played some good defense for them. I'm feeling good about the effort here, going from within 25 to 2. Now, ultimately, there were a few decisions on the stretch, the turnover, the Tice 3 that ultimately ended it that are frustrating. But overall... This is probably one of the better defensive efforts I've seen from them all season. That's without Tristan Thompson. That's without some of the other guys that could factor really? into that. Just yeah. I mean, this, this Listen, isn't, this isn't the Memphis Giannis Grizzlies, guys. Off. This isn't the Magic. This is the this is a championship contending Bucks team. Maybe the I best heard, offense yeah. in the league. So I when Giannis going off, you take advantage of that,
2: Bobby. You have all your guys. You got to win the Giannis only the game. Yeah. Gotta, well, gotta, I,
0: gotta, I mean, that's that's talking offensively where they were not good tonight. But I'm thinking defensively, they did what they needed to do. The offense didn't give them a chance to win this one between Smart, uh, Tatum having a really rough game. I mean,
1: you want to be I, okay. you, if you want to split hairs, I, I mean. Was, the Bucks scored a point above their average on the season and the Celtics scored nine points above their average on the season. So you yeah. would argue that they played better Relative offensively than defensively.
0: Yeah. Like I was I well,
3: the they Bucs gave up a, a ton of threes ahead. in the first half. I'm
0: not freaking out about that. It's they a lot of fifty percent from the floor. they they they
2: drained fourteen threes. I mean, honestly, I thought it, it feels like they drained nineteen or twenty. So I, I guess I guess you got a point there. I, I you know, I'm surprised it's only it's not closer to seventeen or eighteen, but they shot fifty percent from the floor. I mean, they were just—they didn't look rattled whatsoever. Yeah. no, I don't, I don't agree with they that at what all. They got wanted. The bucks were comfortable completely. The yeah. entire game, up until that last two minutes, they were comfortable out there. Yeah.
0: Jimmy, Am I, can I have an idea, guys? I
3: no, hold? you sound
2: fine.
1: I don't, don't know what's
3: going on.
2: Time. Jimmy, Is my go. going on?
3: All right, good. I was going to say I-, I was kind
1: of—but you sound off. a little faint and distant.
2: So I want you to bring a it a little. little bit. Faint. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because the loss hurts you so much. Or, but, or yeah, just well. get a squeaky angry little voice there, Jimmy. I want you to I'll
3: <laughs> put it. my headphones in. I have a microphone. Might Belt be it.
2: Is that, uh, yeah, put, put some in. base in that.
3: Let me just say this at first. Bobby, I, I, was, I was on the Bobby the Bobby train when he started off. I think if Tyson's that shot, we're talking about how, you know, they showed fight. They showed some effort that we've been looking for. They showed some, you know, passion. You know, I saw on Twitter, some people were trying to, like, spin the Smart Tice thing as like a negative, but I saw it as a positive. I saw, you know, two guys, you know, into the game and trying to make a comeback in which they did. So I give them all the credit in the world. The Tice shot didn't fall it was wide open. I'm not surprised it didn't fall. He's been kind of, you know, he, I think he's hit one of those shots all year. Possession before that, it was Marcus Smart again, taking the shots when, you know, you're looking for Brown or Tatum to do so. Kemba had the hot hand in the second half there. My issue is is with the defense because I thought they just came out flat in the first half They gave up 70 points in the first half. And Bobby's going to say that you have better, right. better defensive efforts. You have 70 points in the first half. I mean, they gave up
0: 10 threes. I mean, this is an elite shooting team. That's just going to happen, especially care. when you're packing the pain on Giannis.
3: Okay. But like, don't, don't commend them for their defense. They get, ended up giving up yeah. 120. I'm talking minutes. about
0: the whole game, the whole product all
2: well, together. Bobby, if, you know, like, if the, the purpose are giving up 70 points and Giannis didn't go off, that's not it, good. If
0: the game was right, lost, then, then you had a bad game plan. You yeah. shut down
1: Giannis, and, and you allowed so seventy what the points. What happened, right?
0: Like, well, Jimmy's Jimmy's beloved Pacers, who were supposed to be the darling of the East, gave up one forty on Monday, and Giannis didn't even play. I mean, this offense is again, Bobby World Beater.
1: Are we doing participation trophies here? I'm confused. Like it, like, it, it's it's not it's not abysmal, but it's not commendable either. I don't think. I mean, that's what kind of where we're at is it was they played. I guess at the end of the day, it was close enough to win. But, I mean, they had to, you know, claw back from 25 down. Otherwise, the Bucks did whatever they wanted all game long. I mean, it, it was – I don't know that there was a lot of positives. But you're right. The, the offensive – the turnaround was spurred by a little bit more defensive pressure. They did make them a little bit more uncomfortable. And when they started to get into that lead, when they got it down into that 12-10-8 range – the defense definitely in that spell had turned things up a little bit, but I mean, on the whole, over the course of 48 minutes, I'd say they played horrible defense for 36, 38 minutes, and played pretty good for eight or ten. And that's hard. to I mean, I'm not giving them a pat on the butt. Forty. Yeah, I'm just I'm just
0: yeah. going by context. Giannis is averaging 31 over like the last 15. It's here to cherry stats,
2: Bobby. That's yeah, I mean, Bobby. That's, you're literally looking. See, that's the thing, and that's what the it, problem with with a lot of, a lot of people do this. You're looking at it as the Celtics against Giannis, and that, that's, you can't look at it that way because the Celtics have to be able to capitalize when Giannis isn't playing. They have to be able to capitalize when everyone is healthy, and at least the offense was clicking. I mean, listen, I give Grant Williams a lot of credit because he came in there and he got more minutes, I think, maybe because it was, you know, when Shemmy got hurt, maybe not, but he took advantage of it. Either way you look at it, he took advantage of it. Uh, he did a good job of getting out there to defend the yards. So did Robert Williams on those pick-and-roll switches. Daniel Tice a little bit as well. I thought some of those calls that they, that, you know, again – same thing, right? Some bad calls for for Daniel Tanton, you know, with those personal fouls for sure. Even that but last shot, Brook was kind of up in him. Defensively, yeah, that's true. But defensively, I mean, listen, I want to see this team go do this for four quarters or shit, do it for three quarters, three out of four. Like this whole we're gonna slack off for three and a half quarters and try to pull it together, uh, you know, and try to win the game. This just doesn't work all the time, yeah. especially a team like
0: this. I, th- I think the play that stuck out to me is the story of the game on the defensive side is Rob getting left on Giannis at the top of the arc there, Grant creeping in a little too much, and Bobby Portis getting open three on the right side there in the second half. I mean, Bobby Portis is shooting 48% from three this year. Are you going to live with Giannis going right – at Robert's neck down the hole there is Grant going to creep in and give up an open three to that guy. This team's so good offensively. Everybody shoots. Even Giannis on some nights can hit his threes. I, the, I, this, I, the, just, I think relative to what they were playing, they did a good job. I don't know how we're saying it's an offensive issue. They
1: shot Celtics shot forty eight percent from the floor and forty percent from three. With you know, I, I just don't know how we're looking at the offense as a reason that they lost this game. I, I'm, I, looking I, I, way, I'm looking at the way. I'm looking at the way problem, it's coming.
0: The
2: only, the only problem, problem I had. Is in that fourth quarter with the offensive uh, execution was just three consecutive threes out of that timeout. I just didn't like it. I know the last one went in, which was huge, obviously, the Tatum one. I don't think this game even comes down to the you know the way it did if it wasn't for that. But I just didn't like that approach. You come out of a timeout. Again, we've been saying this all season long. When they're backed against the wall, when there's two, three minutes left to play, all of a sudden it's like, okay, we have to start gunning for threes. And I hate that mentality for this team. Regardless of who they're playing against, it's the same approach, whether it's the Bucs or whether it's the Sacramento Kings.
1: Yeah, yeah I, thought actually, I thought that was the ball game right there. And then they actually fought back from it. Um, they when they, I, of that. they
2: survived it, right? When,
1: when they survived that, because it went from, um, you know, you could have gotten it down to five and it turned into 11. Uh, and I thought that that was it. And they, they did make their way back from there, which was, again, um, commendable, because I thought that's where they'd lost it. Um, and it was, again, it was a smart three which is the first one, early in the clock. I know you that one. Then DiVincenzo comes back and makes his one. Then Kemba comes right back out and Jackson early in the clock three. I thought that was it. And then they did it. I mean, again, you want to quibble the late-game execution again. And this is always – this is going to be a story, particularly tonight, particularly because we don't know if this is Marcus Smart's last game. But, again, you've got these Marcus Smart late-game situations where, I mean – a three, fine. It's a good shot. But again, the two possessions there, Tatum and Brown, and Jimmy, you texted it. Tatum and Brown don't even touch the ball late in the game. And again, I'm not putting it on smart. This is the stuff we got to get annoyed with Brad about. Like, how are you running anything right. late in the game and you don't at least get the ball into Tatum's hands early in the clock? It's baffling that that's the case and it happened twice and then you have smart driving the lane into the trees and getting blocked and thankfully that's going out of bounds then you have smart throwing a terrible inbounds pass with two seconds left into Giannis's
2: hands he's he's lucky that he didn't just steal that in
1: the um, the game right there. the amount of things he did uh late there you know he's like this is the this is the these are the games and these are the things Sherard sure, said I'd be crazy this. with smart and it would be, it would suck if that's the last impression fans have of him, because obviously that's not what he's all about, but this was that you want to rip your hair out, Marcus smart sort of game. Uh, and then he makes a great pass to Tyson. If that goes in, he's a hero. So you're right. The narrative could have changed pretty easily because that was a really good find and a really great look. And you're not going to do any better with one second to go and no time out on an inbounds play. But uh, just a, it was I just, mean, wild. I mean, yeah. They
3: didn't even cover Tice like on the inbounds. I don't even know if that was like a. I don't even know if you can credit much for that. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the Bucks were doing there, but Tice was completely uncovered the whole time. But you're right. I mean, <laughs> if, it, if it goes down, it's a different story. But I thought Kemba Walker was a Maker in the second half. And not, not, I'm not going to give him all credit because he was a no show in the first half, you know? Um, he was great
1: in the second half. And I was crapping all over him in the first because he, I, I didn't even know he played. And then he turned it on. Right.
3: Well, that's as a sense that he sees coming to an end. Scene.
0: Right.
2: He's going yeah. out blazing.
3: That's John. Yeah.
0: That's John. He's running out of time. He's, he's he's using all his makes right now.
1: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's toast. No, but I mean, thank God for Kemba in the second half, right? Tatum, Tatum Tatum's still in yeah. that frigging dizzy funk or whatever. I mean, he 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 didn't have it tonight. Jalen played five minutes and then stopped playing too. I mean, not really, but. He he did all his damage in the first five minutes of the game. Uh, they didn't get have a lot going there, and 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 Kemba saved them completely in that second half.
0: <laughs> he's great
1: Never against the team. And,
3: and and he's he's like the I don't want to say heartbeat because I don't know if they have one, but he's about as close as you can get. Um, you know, to when when he's you know they pretty much go as he goes when he's not playing. And we all we all know how they how they look, and when he's not playing well, we know how they look. When he is playing well, and you know driving to the lane kicking it out you know hitting his open shots they just seem to kick it into another gear it's a lot it's a lot to ask of one guy and you shouldn't have to because you do have the Tatums and the Browns and the Smarts but for whatever reason and there are many of them those players have not been able to and Kemba Kemba too they just haven't been able to string it together for stretches of time together you know separately 48 minutes yeah. 36 minutes 20 minutes whatever it is they're a completely different team depending yeah. on you know what time it is during the game
0: i'll say this on smart too Sherrard threw this out there when he was on i think two shows ago but it's developed further since i mean the two and six and smart came back the 11 and 14 with smart on the season i know there's been other guys going in and out throughout those periods but it's not all about health it's not all about availability as people keep throwing around when when they've had a healthy roster this year, I think of that Spurs game that was a disaster. They've had some really bad losses with their full team intact, essentially. Yep. And I think they've missed Thompson a little bit, but not enough to be losing this many games. Yeah. So, like, okay. is Smart really the solution either? That you got to ask. I, I, this is
1: again where we're gonna get into it. And it's you hate doing you hate having a recency bias here in, in in a decision that could, you know, end the career theoretically of one of the, you know, the you know the really important Celtics of this generation, uh, for sure. Um, so you don't want to short sell what Marcus Smart's done for all the criticism we give him. I mean, he had a really bad game, bad market, bad Marcus in every sense of the word, you know, the, the stuff bad you Marcus, don't want. Bad. Bad, Marcus. Bad. Uh, so this, <laughs> this was a rough one. But going back to the thing you mentioned earlier about um, Kemba it, it, and 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 uh, and not being able to find that offense or you know the consistency from Tatum, Brown, and Kemba. There's just too much of this your ball, my ball sort of stuff. Um, and that's the problem: is you're rolling the dice that whoever is shooting at that time has the hot hand.
0: Um, Even with Teague, I keep saying this. Yeah. There's no way to actually take advantage of Teague. can throw him into that equ- equation.
1: Yeah. You can't guess it. And so because there's no defined alpha, so to speak, it's just and because they they, they have such a poor ball movement offense and they play so much isolation uh, and, you know, they that, that what you've got is, okay, I've got the ball now. It's my turn to shoot. And you hope that during that stretch. It, it works, and you've seen it. Like Jalen's taken over the third quarter a couple of times. Tatum gets hot in the fourth. Kemba did it in this game, and and you ride those waves, but you just never know when they're coming. So you can't count on anything with this team. It's really like I don't know. Do you have it going tonight? Let me jack six or seven shots and see. And that's just kind of what it goes. And it's 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 obviously unsustainable. It's been their issue all, all season long. No
2: no consistency. It's fools' goals, what it is, John. Because yeah. how many times do we see Tatum? And to his credit, he's gotten, obviously, he's, it's, he's gotten better at it, but it's not ideal. Those one foot, you know, way outside, deep three pointers that go in and they can be a momentum changer and, and that can help in the South, that could help themselves in their favor. But it's like when you have that to rely on down the stretch all the time, it's like, wait, you know, you can't consistently rely on that because that's not going to come through for you. And, and again, it goes back to the same Celtics team that we're seeing, you know, playing catch up pretty much throughout. know the first three quarters whereas before even if they were trailing they kept it relatively close but that just wasn't the case against the bucks and yeah i thought this one i thought this thing was done for sure uh midway through the fourth or around the four minute mark so yeah they did come back and sure i can give them a little props for that but again after 40 plus games of seeing this and this team below 500 just not impressed with the almost you know comeback win even if they did pull it off i still would be here talking talking trash you know talking my shit right now because i'm not again it's just it's just frustrating i thought the Celtics could if they could just strung together defensive stops they could have they could have won this game in that fourth quarter the people in the chat are telling me that Evan Fournier uh hit, hit the game winner
1: for the magic tonight over the suns wow you can't make that up in his uh in oh, his uh, really needed one. now 20 21 points for fournier 8 to 16 4 of 9 gordon another it's, clunk gordon a it's clunker a 5 from of, the of basketball that. gods Boston, five and
0: 15
1: zero for five. Actually, I'll
3: just say real quick about Fournier. I I can't like ever even remember like seeing an Evan Fournier highlight like in the history of basketball.
0: Well, you didn't watch the World Cup because that guy is you know what I think that's. Wow, no, I, I can't say. say. Uh, Honestly,
2: <laughs> whenever I think of Fournier, I think of him crushing so the like, Celtics. Like, like like, it hand. happened a lot, like throughout throughout the last not, four years. Or so. He's
1: not an athletic guy. He's a shot maker, but he's not like a uh, you know, he's not a guy who's going to be putting up highlight sort of like, sort of buckets. Right. That being said, somebody recently not uh, uh, made a the case. Everyone's uh, we keep going back and forth on this Gordon thing, and and again, where the Gordon thing appears to stand is um a bit of a game of chicken right now where danny uh is offering we uh, what it appears uh is uh one draft pick and one young player so it's kind of that comfort zone of what you're bobby and what what we've talked about what you're okay giving up which is one first rounder and a Smith type figure so be it if that's the case obviously pack the bags and bring it bring them over here where it gets complicated is with the smart fournier sort of situation but another question is would you explore just doing fournier right now uh and and uh and not giving away legitimate assets and and do that smaller deal we did talk about you know uh tp using the tpe for role players or bench sort of players instead of like because again if gordon's going to cost you something real and if it's marcus or if it's whatever you start to I mean, how many, how split do you think the Celtics are right now, and Celtics fans are on a deal that also involves Marcus Smart going out for Gordon coming in? Pretty, pretty down the middle, right? Yeah. Even analysts too—they're not sure whether it makes the Celtics better. And that we were talking about it too. We're not sure either. Um, but maybe you just no, do you that want, right you want if you both
0: perfect. if you're sending Smart out for sure.
1: For for Smart, yes. But if yeah. you're not, and and, no, and you don't do Smart. Just a dump. Maybe you do that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you would think about doing like Teague in a second for Fournier, like a ho- fully protected second. The problem is that's $14 million, or I think it's $17 million he makes, right, of the uh, TPE on expiring. So they're just not going to do that. No, you'd Fournier want to think Tristan. Yeah, Even if they long do long that, long though, that's long. still TPE. I don't think he can match without throwing quite a few guys in there and then Magic no, have the answer questions you yeah, you would
2: use of it. part, but you wouldn't be using you know 17 million.
0: If you can get Tristan
1: off the books for another year and use part of it, maybe that's something you it's can it's do. either
0: or the way the TP works is you either take all the salary into it or you match the contracts and don't use it at all. You can't use part of it and like use other salaries to match the other part of the deal coming in. It's all or nothing. So you're taking in 17 million on Fournier, I think is his salary, or you're sending out like four or five players to match. So that's what complicates that a little bit. I think he'd help, but I just don't think, I, and I don't like when people say this on Gordon, but it's true with Fournier. He's not moving the needle enough to start digging into that TP, And he's probably leaving at the end of the year. You could be. So then you waste that much TP on a guy who could leave. Right. So I don't know. But-
1: the question now becomes, and so here's where we are. You know, uh, KOC went on the air, uh, went on NBC earlier today, uh, and he said that you know it's Celtics in Portland there, but Denver might be making that late push uh, and willing to throw more things into the mix. In which case, Celtics would have to up the offer from whatever this is. And it's interesting because uh, earlier in the week, the the story was that they'd already put two two first round picks on the table. Um, and they were the only team to have done so, which which made them the front runners. And now it appears it's a single first round pick and a young player for Gordon. So what are we looking at here? What what's what are the if if the Celtics are about to get outbid? What more do you do to this offer? Forget Smart and forget Fournier and forget piecing doing that deal. Just this offer. What do you need to do to make it work? And what are you willing to give up? Mm. Throw in another first. Throw in another young player. What do you? Do you do you do smart at this point and say yep if that's what it's gonna take?
2: If they I say think, I don't want I don't your young player, I want state.
1: smart. I want
2: smart. Yeah, I don't do think it? it's, I don't think Aaron Gordon is is is, is the one. I, I honestly don't. And, and listen, I'm not overvaluing Marcus Smart. I'm not one of those guys that's like you can't trade Marcus Smart. But I just I'm not quite sure if Aaron Gordon is gonna check those boxes. And I'm not saying that he necessarily has to be Marcus Smart, obviously. But we're asking him. Oh, the Celtics are going to be asking him to be that two-way player that they desperately need, the the upgrade that they need. You know, uh, that catch and shoot. You know, that's going to be a part of this as well. I think that's what the Celtics are are, are definitely looking into because we all know that he's not a kind of he's not the kind of guy who uh, is going to you know needs the ball in his hand all the time to score. I mean, in transition in the open floor as a defender. I mean, those are the reasons why you the Celtics want to get someone like this. But I don't know if Marcus Smart is it. I, I don't. I think two future first. A young player. I mean, if if that's not enough, maybe you take the lesser deal. I think maybe the Celtics consider uh, targeting Fournier or or maybe someone else. I just yeah. I'm not quite sure. I'm not I, ready to put Mark. I, my card. I'm I not don't my card think, trade. I wouldn't I do it. I
1: don't think it helps Orlando that Gordon's had a couple of clunkers late because again, people remember what they see, and you know yeah. his last his last game heading into a trade deadline is a five of fifteen clunker. Uh, he was what three he of did thirteen? Did
0: last Friday though?
1: I know, but he was. <laughs> he was three of 13 against the Celtics as well. So you had a couple of the, what am I getting in this guy sort of games recently, you know, uh, where you look at it and it's like, I could live without this, you know, like there's nothing Aaron Gordon's done in the last couple of games that we, that I can't live without. And again, It's not all about shooting an offense. He can play defense. He does other things well. He allows you to play a different brand of basketball. Uh, He helps a little bit with spacing or when people blitz uh, Tatum and Brown with the ball or Kemba, Uh, he's another person you can get the ball to. And and there's different things you can do for sure. But he's not really, like, blowing anybody away right now.
0: I'll throw the before Jimmy hits on Gordon. The way you would make Fournier work is Thompson, Teague, Edwards, Green. That would be the way to make it work. You've on the trade machine too long, my friend. Way, <laughs> way, too long. way too many hours in the
2: day. If you
1: were the in Tristan class, right Thompson, now,
2: the, the teacher the would Tristan, be scolding you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thompson-
3: Bobby, Jr. get <laughs> off that trade machine right now!
2: I thought I blocked that. How are you on
3: So on Gordon, I've gone back and forth on this a lot, but I'm at the point where, and this. It's hard to. Uh oh, he's about it, to uh, jump he wants off the, the
0: ship. Do you
3: to No, I'm at the point where I, I think the Marcus Smart era is, it might be over. And it's not really Marcus Smart's fault. I think, again, it might have to do with some fit. It might have to do with, I don't know if it, almost similar to, like, maybe the, his teammates have almost tuned him out, you know? I, I don't know. I'm, I have nothing to base it on out of other than the fact that. You know, he's supposed to be like the heart and soul and everything of of the team, but I still don't really see a lot of it out there. Um, even with him on the court. Bobby, you already talked about the record with him out there. Um, the production has dipped um, certainly in in late in the games in the fourth quarter. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what what else Aaron Gordon can offer um, on a better team. I mean what's not let's not forget this guy has not really had great teams, great guards around better him. A better team. A better team, yeah. <laughs> very loosely that's stated. That's the thing,
0: yeah, about the offense.
3: Um, I'd like to see what Aaron Gordon can do with, with you know, better players around him like like Kemba Walker or um, like, you know, obviously Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I think what, what Gordon can offer is athleticism, obviously, um, a force down low. I think he can maybe open things up by forcing defenders to sort of collapse on him when he is, you know, whether he's driving to the hoop or, or whatever he's doing. I don't want him to end up being a player that just turns into a shot chucker because we know the type of shooter that he is. So if he's going to come to Boston and just take on that role, then then we might the grass might not be greener on the other side and it might just end up being a bigger Marcus Smart. I want to see um, a Gordon who's, you know, showcasing – what he's good at, which is playing above the rim and being athletic which and is being dunk aggressive. Contests. All right. Dunk I got. Contest. But, but, but <laughs> I mean, by doing by them, that type either. of guy.
0: Not yeah, winning them. He's, he's never won that
3: contest.
0: Can I, them, yeah. can, I, uh, can I share my screen? I got a really good one here in the trade machine. I'm going to pitch to you guys. Okay,
3: Bobby. <laughs> you know, Let's see it.
0: If this is trash. We're going to let you know about it. All right. Share so we've, we've talked about the issue. If you're, of, the, if you're in the studio portion of it, Gotcha. We, we've talked about the issue that we see on my screen yet. <laughs> not you,
3: Jimmy.
0: I think you got to nope. call it up, John. <laughs>
3: yeah. Me? I don't yeah. Have that power.
0: So we've talked about the issue with the Celtics, possibly not bringing in a point guard. If they do trade smart, we've talked about the magic, possibly not wanting smart. And we've talked about Danny going to a third team for picks to facilitate this thing a little bit with the thunder who have about 35 picks I love in this. the future would they take Marcus Smart as, as we've talked about, as like a tone setter, like a a leader for a young team? Take Neesmith, too as like a you know first round player. Send Thompson to the Magic as a salary dump along with one Celtics pick, like two Thunder picks, because they they have a million picks that they don't need from the Clippers and Heat and whoever else, and just overload the Magic with picks to take Thompson, dump Gordon. Get Hilda Boston, who's an outstanding, you know, rotation point guard. And I think you make all three teams happy here. This one would be tough to swallow for the magic, but I think if they get three or four first round picks they out need, of this they one, the picks, yeah. they'll walk away happy.
2: Hey, if, three if or uh, four? Yeah, there better be some picks in there. Oh, no, four. no, no.
0: Not from not from the Celtics, Jimmy. I think you'd get like two of the 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 Thunder own like Clippers picks, Wait, Rockets picks, are they giving picks? They're giving
3: they're giving Gordon and what? Uh Just
0: they're giving Gordon. Just Gordon to the Celtics.
3: we are going to get four first-round picks for Aaron Gordon.
0: Well, two from the Thunder, two from the Celtics. What are the, Thunder, the, getting, what are we, what are the
3: Thunder
1: getting of Thunder. value to Thunder. get to two picks? Yeah, uh, Smart
0: and Neesmith.
1: No, no, that's not two first-round picks.
0: No, they have like thirty-five picks, John. Get to get it on something. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, Mark,
3: Marcus Smart goes no. back to his old college stomping grounds. Maybe, maybe the fans get get fired up for that a little bit joins
1: Horford I I, so I'm I'm all over the map on smart and have been my entire like his entire are you
3: trading him for Gordon
1: yes uh yes I am Uh, but I mean I think you can get the deal done without it I
2: think everyone knew that
1: already I mean but I mean I'm only doing it because I I have always been in the camp that I think
2: You're not gonna sign him
1: no, I just think he's his value is it, it's again it's is he underrated or overrated? And I've always been in the I just think it's more legend than it is real. And a lot of people totally disagree with that, and I get it because there are moments where I'm like, am I totally wrong here? Oh, that's
0: not that's, true in the past. I mean, that, the that's past just how he's done it. That. I can't. Well, let's I, talk. Let's, let's, hold on, hold on, real, real real, real Let's talk about I'll legend, though. Real quick no, no. and then i'll
1: see the i'll see the, the floor here you know bobby okay. how we always talk about like rob williams on th- rob williams mistakes and can you live with them i i think there's more about marcus smart that's hard to live with than there is the positive and i've thought so for a long time he is just an absolutely dreadful shooter he makes horrible mm-hmm. decisions at really bad times um and but you have that intangible factor and the only reason i'm not like a hundred percent on this is what people say about him. You have the players say about it. He's our heartbeat and this and that he means a lot to a lot of people. So I have to just say, okay, it probably is true then. But from what I see, I think he does way more that hurts you than, than helps you. Um, And I just, I don't, I I mean, we're talking an entire career where he's a 37% shooter from the floor and, you know, 33% from the three. He's just, he's just, a brutally tough offensive player to live with. It sometimes just yeah. takes way too many shots. And- and I just, like I said, I, I've never thought he's nearly as good defensively as his reputation suggests. He's not a great one-on-one defender. He's scrappy. He's gritty. He's tough. He's got all those things. It's just, I just don't think when he's gone, ultimately, we'll be like, oh, we're missing all of those things. Unless if this team is so mentally soft that they need someone to constantly kick them in the there butts. They are, their, John. Their that's
2: exactly what I'm about to. Yeah. <laughs> but just
1: wait, their problems run way deeper than one guy in there to remind them that, like, hey, go out there and make sure you do the thing you're paid millions of dollars to do if you've got that if if smarts the only person in the world who can motivate these guys they're screwed regardless so i just don't know what it i don't know how big of a need it is
2: listen look when you say the the smart legend i think what a lot of Celtics fans don't completely or some of them do actually they don't completely realize or understand is is that it's not just about what happened what people are saying in boston it's across the league i think that whether it's intimidation or whether it's pressure or whether it's just attitude it, that reflects against opposing teams as well. Like, I think that strikes a little bit of fear, whether it's late game execution or whether it's in those fourth, fourth quarter stretches that gives the Celtics an advantage. I don't know how significant it is. I, I, I agree with you in the sense that a couple of years ago, we thought it was way more significant than it really is. I, I, I get that. But at the same time, I think the, that motivation in the locker room goes a long way for the for the Celtics team. As the defense continues to struggle, I just think trading away Smart, again, for Aaron Gordon, that's the thing here. If you're bringing in someone like Aaron Gordon, I'm not quite sure he's going to be able to, you know, that offense is going to outweigh what you're getting from Marcus Smart on defense. And look, as a playmaker, like, that's a part of Marcus Smart's game that we don't talk about enough. I think Bobby brings it up every now and then this season. But, He's improved in that aspect of his he game. Yes, he's the
0: best passer.
1: It's not an accident nice. that Joe Sway. The thing you said, I think, is
2: perfectly right,
1: and I, I want everybody else's take here. But I just wanted to follow up there. That thing you said is dead on. It's a couple of years ago in the Legend of Smart. Smart is clearly the type of player that's more valuable to a a, a very good team or a deep team or a team with a lot of talent. But when he's asked to do things out of his comfort zone, you see too much of this and then you see more of his warts. And I think that's why this year people are getting that less shiny version of smart. He's the... When you've got... Gordon and Tatum and Brown and Al and all of these guys who can do all of these different things and score great it's awesome to have that spark plug guy who's in there diving for loose balls and kind of keeps you honest and adds that little energy boost when you need it but you're asking for him to be your primary playmaker and pick up some of the brunt of the scoring and it's just not that's not who he's meant to be. He's really. Actually, yeah, but that's, yeah.
2: that's for the season, though, John. He's be man a
1: big... being asked to be your third best player, and he's just out of it. Well, whatever. Third, fourth. It's it's. you well, no, but that that's yeah. the
2: season, though. That's not ideal. That's not ideal. That's your season. And- we're so finding on a
1: good team. And again, that's why I don't understand why a bad team would take him. There are some reporters who say there's a culture thing where he can fix a culture somewhere, but I mean, all evidence to the contrary, if he's coming from a place where the culture is currently broken. So again, I don't understand why a bad team would value someone like smart. I think he's a phenomenal piece on a good team, uh, but I don't get what the magic would want with him. It makes no sense that he's even included, but uh, Jimmy, where are you on this?
3: Well, I'm not sure what the question is now we've got, we've, we've, Marcus's I value on
1: and whether he'll be missed.
3: Whether yeah, so, he will be missed. Anymore. Will he be missed? Okay. Yeah. No. So so totally. I mean, I think you you touched on it a little bit with, you know, Marcus is seen as a leader and seen as a culture guy and 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 all that stuff. I don't know how much of that is just romanticism and you know, seeing what he does on the court and just assuming that he is you know this stable stable presence in the locker room off the court. I mean, you can go back to every season with the Celtics team and maybe it's just because we're covering the team and maybe it's like that with every team. But you can go back to like the last four or five seasons. There's been drama like every single season, players leaving, fighting in the locker room, you know, wondering if, you know, there's a disconnect between the coaches and the players, whether it, you know, whether it's Kyrie, whether it's, um, you know, last season with, with the blow up in the bubble. Um, you know, stars leaving, Gordon leaving, Horford leaving, Kyrie leaving. I mean, if Marcus Smart's been here through this entire ordeal, and even like leading up to today, I mean, there's just seems to be like there's a lot of unrest with the team. You know, do they are are they upset at Tristan Thompson? That was the last rumor, and and it's like, okay, are we just and when Marcus Smart was was out earlier this season, the Celtics were losing, and everyone was saying, oh well. It goes to show you how important Marcus Smart is to this team. That's, again, a little bit of romanticism there and looking back on past and remembering the winning plays that he makes. And he has made those. But at the end of the day, he is not irreplaceable. He's a guy that I think, like a lot of Celtics players who eventually leave the team, you get over it and you move on and you realize, you know what, maybe maybe we were overvaluing him a little bit than, what, he actually is compared to other players in the league
0: no, i don't think we um, have to do that I, I don't think we have to go back and say oh he wasn't worth it all these years he did what I he, he did saying, bobby I, yeah. I didn't
3: say that i did did i say that
0: no, no i think what that's what john's you saying put him up. You I, i'm not saying that in
3: the top 10 all-time celtics like, i don't think we've overrated
0: him we could be overrating him now and into no, the future I think we always have a bit it's again it's i don't because, think so because
1: of the the winning plays, you know, like, I mean, how many right. games did Marcus smart? And, literally and he's do?
3: a great, he's, yeah. he's a great, you know, character. He's personable. He's easy to cheer for. He's been through a lot, you know, in his personal life. And, and like, you know, you sort of watch him grow up here and there are certainly attachments to that. And I think like Toronto's even going through something a little bit like with Lowry and the fact that he might yeah. be traded. I'm not comparing the two players, uh, but I'm just saying there's, there's an attachment there that you have to sort of try to, Look at it from all different angles and say, okay, well, you know, can the Celtics can the Celtics recover or can they actually get better? Of course they can. That's weights? the answer. The, exactly. Yeah. Defi- that's the answer.
1: The definitive answer is they can. The question is, are you getting anything that's making you better? It's more about the return than what's going out. I, I'm. I, I'm. Mm, no yeah.
3: But you might get something from Marcus but Joe dubious on that he you doesn't can think flip right easier. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's, not, be- it's
2: not just about it's not just about being skeptical of, of his performance in, in Aaron Gordon, right? It's also about Marcus Smart. We knew this before the season started. We knew this after Gordon Hayward was you know was was gone. He's the only tradable contract after that TPE expires, yep. whether Danny age uses it or not. So if you want to see the Celtics go out and trade Marcus Smart, end up with no TPE, no tradable contracts going into next season, and we're seeing this whole team all over again with Aaron Gordon yep. as the only difference. And no Marcus smart. Like, what, what's the – why is that so alluring? Or why is that something that people are excited over? You know? It's a it's a big question, Mark. Could it Could it turn out well? Could, could everything turn out well? Could Eric Gordon come into Boston and improve himself? And all of a sudden, he becomes a 20-plus or whatever. He improves and he's overall – it was a better deal. Yeah, that's a possibility. But if it doesn't go that yeah. way, you're in a really tough spot if you're the Celtics. What I'm so, a little worried about – go ahead, Bobby. Sorry.
0: Well, Matt Moore went on Celtics beat this week and said that – it was the real deal. Some Bill Simmons mentioned others have that they were trying to trade smart over the offseason for the number two pick. And I don't think that's some an indictment.
1: That was a great idea. And some of us thought it was terrible.
0: Well, I, I don't think that's necessarily an indictment on smart. And this doesn't have to be either. The fact is he's 26, 27. He, his numbers have declined a little bit this year. We see him not playing defense as well there's real reason to think that this could be it with smart and his contracts up after next year. That's what I've been harping on. Like they're probably not going to go into the twenties of millions to keep him here, which he should pursue. Nor is anyone, but anyway, that's He's my, not gonna, yeah, we're not doing that, but
2: yeah, I'm with you. John. <laughs>
0: well, either way, he should pursue that after he took 12 yes, to so you. Celtics before, yeah. but either way, I think you got to get the best value for him when you can. My ideal thing was Collins for him. You know, let the Hawks resign him, keep him, do whatever they want with him, and let the Celtics keep a guy for four years. Now that that's off the table, the next best thing is having a guy like Gordon for two years. I know it's the same window, but if he wants to come here, maybe you have a better chance of keeping him. He's a wing. He's a little bit younger, and overall, like who's the better shooter between those two? It's close, but it's probably Gordon by a hair in an aggregate. The problem is come playoff time when aggregates don't matter and the numbers don't matter and stuff like that between the lines, Smart has done some things for this team that have really shifted series. I mean, we saw it against Toronto in game seven. If he doesn't make that play, they lose the series. Uh, So you're giving that up in terms of being a little better in the short term, having better fits in the short term, and having more flexibility in the future. Yeah, I mean, Smart's been great. I don't think there's any of this is a knock on him. I just think this is where the team is. They've gone a little bit desperate and they need to do something that's aggressive well, and quote desperate. This is well, uh, I don't I'm
3: think that I don't think they need to do anything desperate. I don't and I don't think I don't think trading Gordon yeah, for Smart back. is a desperate move. Um I I think it's probably at least this season if you have to give up Smart and to to get Gordon it's not going to be seen as this major upgrade. It's going to be borderline lateral move, but it might be something that Danny Ainge thinks makes them better going into next season. And it might be a player that he sees. And it shakes up the room now. It's, sh- you know, exactly. It, it could certainly help. I mean, it's not going to put them into the nets at echelon of teams, but what I'm saying is it might be something that Danny Ainge says, well, get a head start on next season at the very least, get some, get something going with these guys, get them, see how they look together, and then he can make further adjustments and and moves in the offseason. But Gordon might be a player that he's very interested in for all the reasons why we know he loves athletic wings who have a lot of potential, and I think Gordon still does have that. The fact that he's 25 is something that I think a lot of people forget. I mean, he is a young player. Again, he's been on these crappy Orlando teams with crappy guards around him, and I think that there is a little bit of maybe untapped potential that I would hope... Um, this could tap into a little bit, um, you know, putting the right guys out there with him. So, and, and again, I I just think it it might, at the very least, maybe Gordon is a more tradable guy uh, than smart will be. Maybe people don't look at it. Let me ask you this. Maybe, maybe there's more teams interested in acquiring Gordon, not just good teams or really good teams looking for, you know, that, that final depth piece to put them over the top.
0: Let me ask you this. Could they do better for smart later? Yeah. that's well, what we I'm, keep talking about this is
1: again we, I don't think all, you can. around the world on this bobby right now you've got f- 10 teams all looking to get better with about two to three impact players available period okay and so obviously now you're in a bidding war which means you're going to probably overpay uh, for this and you're right could you get more for all of it uh, again jimmy's been making this point all season if rob williams plays himself into a place where he's like a legit stud by the end of the year or a piece how much is his value increase over what it is after 40 games right now if you get anything out of romeo if neesmith starts to play and you see something or if you or whatever all of not gonna I'm happen gonna, <laughs> <just> gonna, <laughs> theoretically you know the value Romeo's of your piece. Alive. You know the value of your pieces now. They all many things could have great great more val uh, more value later when you're not competing with as many people all at once for for for, for such a small that's pool. true,
0: but is smart gonna smart? have a more value. Later? Player, you can't match no.
2: contracts. I mean, like that's what that's where smart comes in it comes into play in in that scenario, you know? And that's yeah, true too. you know, to, to your
1: point, and you're John. Not sign
0: and trade smart?
1: They're not to gonna be point, able John. to do yeah. sign
0: and trades this off season. I just the the Tatum contract. Just blows them to, uh, past that uh, hard tax that would go in the place.
2: To yeah. John's point, though, like those Romeos and and, and East Smith, shit. If you if you can couple someone like that with Marcus Smart, then all of a sudden that that package deal gets a lot better, right? You throw in a first round pick, it gets a lot better. Again, maybe Aaron Gordon right now is the best the sellers can do, but next season, you know, or during the off season, maybe those values go up. One of those guys. Well, yeah. Let's can consider this too. Them? compare that with it with the with the draft picks future first
0: let's consider this too if you trade smart for gordon straight up that matches as Sway just said there's no tp involved whatsoever in that now you go into the tax do they want to do that i don't know but it would leave the full tp in place for the off season. so that's another value of trading smart as he just mentioned you you wouldn't even have to touch a cent of that tp you'd have the full 28 million for the offseason and are
3: there any are there any limitations to trading gordon better be your gordon? guy then. Once you acquire him, can you,
0: um, no, over the off season, they'd be good to trade him.
3: Right. So, so it's again, I, when you want, you were talking about value. I, I think I know, I know John agrees with me. I don't know about you guys, but Marcus smarts value. I don't think will ever be much. I think we know who Marcus smart is. I, I don't know if his value is going to increase a ton, um, over the next, over the rest of his contract. I think he, and he's worth, I'm not saying he's not worth his contract. I just don't think that he's going to turn into any different of a player than what he kind of is. He hasn't, he hasn't proved in his playmaking. And I think that's probably where he's going to, you know, I think he's, I mean, I guess I'll use the word peaked, but I think he's probably the player that we all know him to be. I I can't imagine his worth going up or down a lot either way over the course of his remainder of his Celtics career. So is he worth, if he's worth Aaron Gordon, then that's probably the type of player that you're going to get in return for Marcus Smart. Now, if you want to include picks and all this other stuff and add add these other, um, you know, assets in a deal for a bigger player then that, yeah, that's the risk you take by holding on to them. Well, but you can it, theoretically include Gordon in that same tree.
1: Does it happen? I, I, I think, I think no, and not because the Celtics don't try. I think the Celtics are going to get flat out bid because other teams have more attractive things to offer.
3: I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. I think
1: Although- De- I think Denver's package that's being the one that they're considering. Boston can't match it. I don't care what so they send. Barron,
2: well, Let me guess. Barton. Harris.
1: Uh, Harris. Young like RJ, and then and, and a first round pick. I, Boston can't come within miles of that.
0: So the Magic are pretty close to the tax, and the De- Nuggets trade would blow them into it. Which I don't think they would love because of Barton or Harris, whoever they decide to include in there. The advantage that the Celtics could end up pulling out of this.
1: the TPE right now.
0: Yeah, so if you do like Smith and picks, and just take Gordon on the TPE, that might be more valuable than Magic killing like sixteen million in salary than yeah. Bowl Bowl and the Nuggets pick. Like the Nuggets right. pick's gonna be worse than the Celtics, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So I think they have the sure. advantage in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah so like
0: the tp is a real advantage and i said this about the kings too which we can probably still consider the kings in play here i know they're saying no but i feel like that's still on the table to some degree the kings the magic those teams can dump full salary whether it's barnes is 22 or gordon's 18. And just take back like two million, which is a ginormous win for cap purposes, especially for the Kings, if they want to go out and sign someone eventually. Yeah. What's kind of a bummer uh
1: is that the reports today that the Celtics like while their front runners are on Gordon, that their number one prize is Barnes. So Gordon's a consolation prize, I guess, uh, in this in this thing, which is Okay, Barnes I don't is know better. If I believe
3: that. I, no. I said to you guys. I think that's BS. I don't even know okay. what that means. I don't even know what that means. No offense to whoever reported it, but the Celtics I've are seen it trying, a couple times actually,
1: but anyway. It was me. I
2: they're do. trying to
3: smoke. They're trying to smoke out the Kings like the Kings are I don't are believe the, smoke the kings out. are a bunch of idiots that they, they, they think it's all
2: fake. I don't buy that.
3: I but just that's think what they I'm saying. That's what I, I think believe.
1: they want it in Barnes. They just can't have him.
3: They might want Barnes, but honestly, Pure, pure potential or pure, pure athleticism talent. Doesn't Gordon seem like more of a Danny Ainge guy than Barnes? Younger.
0: Yeah. Yes. I still don't know what Gordon. Oh, yeah, but Barnes right is better. Guy. Yeah, that's the point. We know Barnes, Barnes is. Barnes better. is
3: better, but but Danny's never been the guy to always pick the better. I mean, look at his. I mean, and it's come back to bite him. Don't get me wrong, but he's always been the guy who's like in love with potential and athleticism, and you know that basically uh more than more than you know a, a, a steady guy maybe i don't i don't know um well,
0: it depends the, what you're giving up so like if we're talking sure. like if we're talking smart for gordon i think in that case danny might say this could end up being lateral if we miss smart as a ball handler and gordon comes in and isn't that great if you're giving up like knee smith for barnes i think you do that a million times over a million over gordon for smart because that just instantly helps your team. You don't even have to wait for Barnes to sure. develop or become. Did, did or fan. Yeah, I think not,
3: everyone would agree with that. And he's did here Neesmith, for three
1: years. Did Neesmith not play tonight because he's possibly involved in a trade?
0: No, they
3: will. possibly grand. forgotten.
0: Because <laughs> this is, again. Was I, Neesmith going to guard Giannis? Come on.
1: No, geez. But my goodness. Uh, a game oh, after you, you, you got him back in there with some minutes and he actually hit a couple of shots to go to zero again is baffling to me. Zero. You need, you you need, play, need
2: every you guy on a string the against this team. I told you that, John. We were going through the schedule like a week ago. I was like, he's not gonna play against the Bucks, but you know, after yeah. that two game stretch, he'll come back and we'll see. We'll see what he's got. We'll see um, how his progression is thus far, right?
0: Might have been a few is, more threes if he was out there the re- on the other the end.
3: The reason why I don't think it happens <laughs> is not so much that like if, if the Celtics really, really, really won Gordon. I mean, I think they could make it happen, but Danny Ainge isn't going to overpay for for Aaron Gordon because he doesn't feel problem. the way he doesn't feel the way Bobby feels. I'm I'm fully convinced in that. So I don't. That's why I don't think it's going to happen because
0: he's so, like, going to make
3: a trade. He's not panicking. He's not going to make a desperation trade. He doesn't feel like he needs to make a trade to save the season. So that's why. I mean, if 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 the if the Magic were looking to play a ball and and meet them, you're know, kind of where they wanted to be. Then I think they would make the trade. But if the Magic are Looking to, you know, play hardball, and and you know try to get every last drop out of out of a trade for Gordon. Then you're right. I don't I don't think the Celtics end up being the the team that does it.
0: Well, why is Woj out here and all these people saying the Celtics really want him? Like they they want him so badly. Gordon. Yeah, like if you're not going to give up what it takes to get a player in a trade, especially at this point where you really need to shake up this roster and add stuff for now and in the future. Like, what are they doing? Like, they can't, they can't, they aren't in an advantageous position anymore. They have to give up value and go get a guy. That's where they're at. And you can keep saying they don't have the pieces to make it work. but At the very
1: least, it has to make you better.
0: You know the, pro- the thing we don't think about is what's the
1: cost of doing that? It nothing. has to make you better today, right? If it does, if it's still if you're not even sure it makes you better today, and you give up future assets that you could theoretically use in other trades, what are we doing? You know, like if people are still torn on whether shipping out smart for Gordon is bad. Plus, you're also going to give up a young player and a first-round pick. Why even discuss it at that point? If it's a lateral move and you lose more assets, you're gaining nothing. Because of
0: what Jimmy mentioned, you need an asset for the long term. I you agree need a guy with that you that. can invest and grow in. Yeah. Like this is the thing they they have a clock here. They can't just sit back and say, "Oh, we'll wait a couple of years and see what's out there." The TP expires. Smart's gone. tice has gone. All the stuff that they could use right now to and put together. Even your pick which right now is in a better position than it was before.
1: You know what bugs me the most and you're 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 not wrong, but the Gordon thing popped off early in the week and it was like okay, they're close here. What's been depressing since then is There's been no momentum towards this appearing to be a deal that they're going to get done. And then no other names have popped off. In fact, names are falling off the list, like Barnes and Collins. And nobody will even say Lonzo's name. Just somebody give me a Lonzo rumor. They're going to keep
0: him. They're going to
1: keep him. (laughs) Because he's staying put, right? Exactly. He's not going anywhere. Just just give me a Lonzo rumor.
3: I'll I'll tweet one out. I'll tweet one out. It'll be fake. If, Give me something to get excited about
1: tomorrow. Fake. I I don't want to spend. any guys, we're gonna for we're we're going live tomorrow at two o'clock. Right up to the trade deadline at three two. for anybody watching. So um, please join us there. We're gonna take you right into the trade deadline and after, in case you know anything happens. And if nothing happens, we'll still talk and we'll all we'll
0: freak out.
1: We'll, we'll <laughs> grieve together and
0: start fighting.
1: We'll fight uh no, we'll Bobby's gonna be, be right, you do not want to be around bobby tomorrow trust me if when they nothing do happens. nothing oh lord it's <laughs> oh, you're gonna, gonna get have
0: to thanked. put an emoji over my face
2: and right no, get mad when, his, uh, need, when the, when the train machine crashes that's what he's gonna get mad
1: i need to wake up tomorrow to something new some new buzz because this oh, it's gonna be buzz this if all buzz. i want if all that's happening is a it's gordon trade i'm not even sure i want to see like I, it's like i still don't even know how to feel if it goes down but you know i'm at the point where change for the sake of change might even be good so that's why i would do the smart for gordon swap there um but i don't know i mean yeah. i'm still i'm still not certain
3: hey i might be certain. happy
0: with a couple of picks and whatever for barnes at this point i, I really don't that think that's, that, that's off the table I, i'm how happy do magic got,
3: fans go ahead about Jimmy. gordon how do magic fans feel about gordon i imagine like they probably like gordon right i mean he's been a guy that's given them some entertainment over the years very least
0: no they're probably I, in fear frustrated are there them. magic fans,
3: Do magic fans <laughs> exist yeah, or are they like heat fans
0: yeah they was a
2: long bad. time ago yeah
0: so, so they did, asked yeah. him yesterday someone actually asked him about the trade rumors and he answered it he said he's just been so frustrated with the situation there like they they put such a load on him because of all the injuries they haven't gotten anyone they haven't gone anywhere they've made a couple playoffs but it's just not a good situation. And that's so the that's thing. the hope here. You really that hope, hope that he becomes the fourth-fifth option on a team and just flourishes as a cutting yes. dunker, uh, as a off ball shooter. Defensively is what you're really banking in on. I wouldn't even like over fixate on the offense because defensively is where you hope he's going to improve you. Play him that's at some five. Right. You know, right. let him defend fours. Here's the thing about I know, but again, the the thing we haven't we haven't, yeah, we haven't mentioned this. And it does matter. Smart's like, what, 6'3", 200-something. This guy's is 6'8", like 245, real power, like mu- jacked out of his mind. I've mentioned like, he's it hundred great...
3: times.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. But here's he my the
1: beef. good work. Here's my only Thank concern you. with Gordon. I know he's only 25, which is great because that sounds like a young player. He's been in the league for seven years, and he's still – the same guy. He's has his game taken a major leap forward in any of the last four years, five years. He's the same guy. Wow. Who's been his best point? Well, right? I don't know.
3: I, I think anybody's got breaks, no good guards, right?
1: And I think, I think, and again, maybe there's something they can unlock it. But at the end of the day, I mean. Everyone, if we if if the Celtics trade for Gordon, you have to accept the fact that that's who you're getting. Like, there, I don't know that there's a next level. You're getting a guy who's an okay shooter, but for his his career, about 33% from three. Granted, he's got it, he's flashing this year, but I also think that's fool's gold. He averages about 13 points a game, he's he's fine. But he doesn't have an elite skill set at anything. He What's is
3: Marcus Smart's elite skill. He doesn't
1: have it either. That's the thing. Is you're <laughs> how about trading. the twentieth
0: pick in next year's draft? What's his skill set? Right. So you're trading. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you're trading either for fit or for projection, but not for any sort of guarantee or, or asset management yeah. in the future. I yeah. mean,
0: teams around the league obviously like this guy and want him, and there's been buzz around him forever. And if he really starts to flourish in Boston. That's your next step on the ladder toward making the move. And I've said this over and over again. You don't want to go into the offseason with 28 million of that TPE intact for various reasons. You want to have part of it to use and part of it in the bank on a real player for salary matching purposes. Like there's lots and lots of limitations on this team in the offseason that are going to make it extremely hard to get the full value of that 28 million. So, like, I, everyone keeps thinking they can wait. The team keeps saying, "Oh, we're gonna wait." And I just look at their books and their situation and I, say, I say that. "I'm doing not it happening. if it's
1: there. I'm doing it if it's there." And then you you hope for the best. I just i I think I, he's I his passing.
3: It. To answer you,
1: your question, when That's you awesome. make tra- when you make you trades, go. good you're short roll pass that you've given up something because you're going to get something of tremendous value in return. This is one of those where you're like, "I hope this works out," you know. And it's a little bit of a hail mary sort of trade. That's all.
0: And let me hit on, I'll good. throw this to Joe Sway. This notion that, oh, they shouldn't do anything because the team's not trying hard enough or they're not invested, it's not worth giving them an improvement. Like, come on, that's not how you roster uh, manage a roster. They, in the offseason, said, we're going to kick this move down to the deadline or next offseason, see what the best available option is and go with that the possibility that they could just end up doing nothing is not fair to the team. It's not fair to the coach and it's not fair. The future roster
1: fair. You, you make a deal. If it's, you make a deal. If it's a good deal, you don't make a deal because it would be mean to Tatum to not make it. Like it's either a good move or it's not (laughs) life. is not there, Bobby. (laughs) That's it. The trade has the trade. You think the trade is favorable for some reason or it's not. That's it. You don't just make it because you have to, you know? Like there's no have to, it, it makes sense to, but you don't just make it. You know you make a trade that is a good trade for you and obviously if he's holding firm i don't believe this is a case of i know everyone in the media likes to say i know fans like to say danny's got to win i don't think danny feels he has to win i think i think like any gm you set a price tag of what a player's worth and value is to you and you Mm -hmm. don't go skyrocketing over it because you have to have it that's what gms who get fired fast do is oh I fall in love with things, panic, freak out, throw in too well, much money. To and then not get re- and then not get returns. That's not what you do if you're good at your job. You set a well, value we, and you go t- and, don't you tr- have to- and if it means a lot, you you go a little up. You you have you I mean like in any sale, you have here's my first offer. Oh, okay. I can give you a little bit more. Like Danny knows where he's willing to go with it, but if Denver blows them out of the water, I mean, is Danny throwing everything he's got into this deal? Probably not.
0: Well, is Denver going to throw RJ Hampton into this? Like I hear that thrown around and I don't think so. Why would you, why would you trade a guy with that much potential? Who's 19 instead of a guy with potential who's 25. Yeah. like if they want to do that, go ahead. I just don't think they're going now.
1: I like I said, I don't know, but if Denver blows oh, them away, it, is Danny just gonna keep going and going and going until he gets it? I don't know. I don't right. I, I don't think it's good business.
2: Yeah, but I mean I think the one thing that would make us believe that that's the case is that report that again, we don't know if there's any truth to it, but that they were targeting they've been targeting Aaron Gordon for the last two years. The last two trade deadlines, they were uh they had him on their on their radar. So if they want him that badly, I mean yeah. It could happen. Yeah, it, go you, get you him. Could, could see Smart traded for, for for Aaron Gordon if that's what's going. If that's what. Uh, if that's what Orlando was asking
3: for.
1: I wonder if Smart's talking tonight. Anyone see anything from him? Oh, I doubt it,
3: man. I haven't seen anything. So Jake Fisher, I'm I do have at a nugget. <laughs> I
0: do have <laughs> a nugget from Jake Fisher, who's a good basketball reporter. I saw um, that too. You, yeah. you you trust this? Yeah, I do. Denver's now
1: in the lead. Of the if, farm they're, am,
0: yeah. if they're offering RJ Hampton, which is what KOC said earlier, because like yeah, how could the magic pass that up? That's like a new first round pick, premium guy who should have been a hey, lottery.
1: You get one of those.
0: <laughs> Again, the fact that Nesmith <laughs> won the lottery and RJ Hampton didn't, RJ Hampton was obviously my guy. That was so stunning to me. So and Bobby, Hampton fell think, fast. When you
1: say things like what type of value do these picks have, they have value if you pick the right guy. You know, like look at the guys who've gone after Neesmith who are absolutely would have who absolutely would have put the Celtics over the hump in any of these trades right now. And Hampton could be one, Sadiq Bey could be another. There's a couple there's guys taken right. after him that absolutely, if the Celtics had that today, they make any trade, they they're they're front runners in these trades, and they're they're not simply because of the fact that Neesmith actually has negative value right now. I mean
3: he makes he makes other GMs angry when you bring up right, his name. negative right. value. he made literally. poison
1: in the entire team <laughs> you send him to even if he doesn't play. Like nobody wants it. It's negative value. In fact, it probably makes the GM so mad at Danny that he even mentions Neesmith's name that it right. like just sullies the rest of the the he, trade talks. They can't they, they can't hang, hang it. up. Yeah. So what if Precious, I, Precious
3: but don't tell, but hey, uh, John can say that about Nismith, but we're not allowed to say that about Romeo because that's no, John. not at speaking, all. Of, speaking of the word precious. That's John's precious is Romeo right there. Uh, he's protecting I, Romeo at all costs. I we're not made... even sure again if Romeo is alive. This could be a weekend at Bernie situation. So, Fisher sure. trying to trade somebody who is literally like on strings right now. So
1: We're Fisher, you guys see Romeo? Oh my God, he's I can't Romeo wait
0: to see him. I
3: don't know. I haven't seen the guy in a year. Oh my years.
0: God, when Romeo gets on the practice court, the it's going to be like, oh, it's playoff time. <laughs> yeah,
2: because he didn't make the trip. I, soon as soon as they get back to Boston, we'll we'll, we'll get a Romeo segment for sure. So they have sure? seven
0: straight home games coming up. That's going to be wait. interesting. Just wait till you Weekend see
3: Romeo's. Weekend at Romeo's. Weekend at Romeo's. <laughs> yeah. we are about to see if he's actually if he's actually uh, a real human being.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, do it, uh, Bobby. What are you? What are you going to say here? You're reading more of this report.
0: Yeah, he says. So there's been talk today that Smart's off the table, but Fisher says it's still a first and Smart, and they might throw a second. And Fournier would come back. To yeah, the and then the Fournier so thing down on. So on basically. That
1: Basically, what Fisher said was they don't want to do the trade that was reported they were going to do yesterday, but they still might do the trade that was reported yesterday.
0: And he's saying for Denver, it's one of their young players, so Source Zeke, Zeke Najee, or Bol Bol, or Bowl Bowl, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like think Dave one Bowl of those Bowl. guys is enough. Bol Bol, <laughs> 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 Oh, he destroyed Syracuse when they played him in college. Bowl
1: he was really or, good uh, at Oregon. I'm ready to do the trade. If the trade was available now, I'm ready to do it. But yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get the shot.
0: Yeah, I'm ready just to... do it.
3: I, I told <laughs> you guys. I I pulled up YouTube. If anyone anyone at home watching is a little bit on the fence, just YouTube Aaron Gordon highlight reel and just only watch those. Don't don't watch those. <laughs> those are
0: great. <laughs> I just might break down those, some film tonight. I'll dive in. And into you'll be stuff totally though.
3: convinced that that this is the right idea. Somebody All right, give so me
0: more names, more rumors, guys. You want? you want me to fire up the trade machine? I'll do it. Oh no, no, I don't want that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <People's> <laughs> trade rumors. machines are making my head hurt right now with, with the, the dumbness of some of these trades. But and mine was pretty good, wasn't it? Give me a little credit. Except that Oklahoma City was getting nothing and giving yeah. up everything. Yeah, that was the only part. Eastman,
0: that's pretty much what people want Orlando to take. So they were I giving us two firsts for Smart just giving away. It's not. It's not 1st
2: so. They're just giving away picks just to join the party. Like, How yeah.
1: many picks right. can they feasibly take? I mean, Smart Smith. Smart's an unrestricted
0: free agent. Neesmith's a bust. You I two wish, firsts.
2: Yeah. I wish I, I, I could. I wish right? I actually. If it helps you guys, let's do it. You know, I, I wish I
0: actually had the number in front of me because you guys would be blown away. Like they obviously don't have thirty first, but they have like. 18, I think. I know, but you don't <laughs> just give them away like, like, you like. You're gonna use them for something at some point. Like, are they gonna for find like for something good? Yeah. So when like, when Bradley Beal become, becomes available and the like Thunder a, roll 18 first round picks to the table. Like, Washington's just going to be like, how do we use all these? I don't I don't even know what we're going to do with these. I,
1: I feel like there's something out there. You're here in Indiana. I don't know if Atlanta's truly taken Collins off the table, but maybe they have. You don't know how much of this stuff is posturing coming from teams who want to make other teams step to the table and really offer more. So tomorrow's going to be silly. We are going to go live. We'll see what's right. Uh, it's Certainly. been reported today that Orlando is going to take it down to the wire. So this very much could be in that last hour, half hour situation before this thing gets done, and oh, it could yeah. be like, okay, that's what you're offering. Hang on, click. Okay, what do you got? Click, yeah. and around we go. You know. So let me throw
0: enough. let me throw one more idea at you because Jimmy tossed this out a while ago, and I do think it's interesting that the market has killed this guy's value in the way it has. What do you, Wait, do you circle guess. back? Do you circle back them. to Victor Oladipo if it costs? No, you hate him and you don't get to talk. Oh yeah, right. you're not. Guy know, guy but if, him. not you're what if? What if it costs? What if it costs three second-round picks and you match what? salary?
3: You and your second-round picks, man. Those are literally pennies.
0: Literally, Those are
3: pennies. Nobody. I'm just they're...
0: saying, no one wants Oladipo right now. So do you take advantage of his low cost? I mean, I literally sure. think that's what it's going to be for him, like a second-round pick at this point.
3: Yeah.
1: No, I mean, okay. And second-round picks?
0: I don't know if he fits the TP, but I guess if that's a possibility, yeah. And then what?
1: Then he's free and you've wasted it for nothing, and now you have <laughs> yeah. him and Smart and what Kemba. If you could,
0: what if you could flip Kemba for him, as we've talked Great. about?
1: done. I I'm –
3: <laughs> we've talked about that well, because no,
0: sign me up shit
1: i'll do anything to get out of
2: two years of kemba
3: <laughs> and resign oladipa, oladipa it would free them of of kemba which if is you're, what john you know, wants
2: if you're, if you're houston it's not an awful idea at least for the next yeah i just wonder what boss
3: about that yeah
2: those two years, i texted that
3: exact that trade like a month ago to you guys well i, I mean Bobby i thought there'd
0: be i thought it. there'd be real offers
3: Bobby's
1: I all over it, the place. Bobby me. doesn't know what to feel or think anymore. He's been in on trades, <laughs> out on trades. Say, uh, that, was, I mean, that
2: was a whole month ago. Bobby's he's he's somewhere else now. Like, no, but he's
3: yeah, he's yeah. all yeah. over the place.
0: No, There are no real offers out there for Oladipo. No one wants to offer anything for him right now because he's going to be a free agent. But can yeah. Boston say the value of acquiring him is going to be getting out of two years of Kemba? Maybe it's something you think about if you want to go in the other direction right now and start to drop in the standings.
1: I don't know. Like I said, I'm all for selling parts, especially ones you know you don't need for next See, year. See, you
0: can trade Kemba, John. It's for fa- anything no, you thought
1: But you can trade Tristan maybe. You can maybe trade smart. If you know you're not signing people next year and you can trade for either future assets or anything that you can uh, that you can use in the future. I, I I'm for that, even if you don't necessarily improve now. But um hold we'll on, can we uh out. again? I hate to wrap it, but we're gonna wrap it. It is uh we're up over an hour here and we are going live. Tomorrow at two. So uh, a phenomenal night. I know obviously everybody out there is super interested in what's going to happen. Uh, we've had up to 12, you know, over 1,200 people in the stream at one time here, which is amazing. So um, please that. come back tomorrow. I know it's a work day. It's yeah. the middle of the day. We will be live at two. If you haven't subscribed already to our YouTube channels, do so. You'll get notified. You'll pop on
3: the headphones. Don't let the boss know. Have like your Excel spreadsheet in the next, you know, in case yeah. he walks by. Never mind. That- you
0: can't do Kemba for depot. Subscribe
3: so um why not so guys um, make enough <laughs> hey sorry right, we're, we're going live we're going live at what time two o'clock two to three. Oh, it we'll it'll be past we'll be on past two to three. three happy greek sure.
1: independence day tomorrow <laughs> to everybody <laughs> thank you george oh. i appreciate the sh- the reminder there
3: happy greek independence day john um, oh, thank you there you go. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, listen, I'm gonna there try and go, see if I can get on it too. I don't. I can't make any promises, but I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a shot.
1: Okay. Cool.
2: cool. Uh, we'll
1: Sharad's gonna dip in. And we may throw some other smart people. Bobby likes smart guys. I like to kind of keep it. I don't like people that are that much smarter yeah, than me. We're
3: anti-smart.
0: We gotta have some information here. We can't oh, just be spouting. I mean, I just. No, no. I just, just gave here a here wrong to, trade. I'm just here to yell. Um.
1: But oh, yeah. I just
3: like spouting spouting things it doesn't really matter if, if like like kemba for smart like let's talk about it we don't need to know if it, we, we didn't want to know that it couldn't happen bobby we didn't ask for that information
0: hey well now you can use them in the TP, so you can start dreaming of that my boy mario in the chats
2: uh,
1: oh, no, john from on, uh, zilla
0: the greeks are coming where's, out where's zilla
2: what's the uh what's, what's the move john what's the what do you what's the celebration what's the what's the plan besides
1: working the plan tomorrow is uh like like any other day I think sadly that's about it I may oh, go yeah. I may take a ride to Sofia's in Belgium and in uh, in Belmont some and get land? myself some get myself some Greek treats there. No it's a little little shop. Uh so
2: thing you, um you uh what do you pick up? What's the uh what the what the spinach I always forget the name of it man that's spinach uh appetizer is the
1: name but spinach yeah, pie, yeah it's a spinach good
2: pie. That's, that's good that's my stuff that
0: is good. One more thing from Matt Moore, who is pretty close to the Nuggets, too. Uh, he's in Denver. He doesn't think the Nuggets have progressed or gotten aggressive enough on Gordon. So, I just think everybody's waiting to give like the least they possibly can for him.
3: So yeah. After all this time, after all the reports we've heard and all the rumors and sources, we're sitting here le- almost 12 hours until the deadline, and we all know absolutely nothing, which just goes to show you how crazy – this and silly this whole we know, trade season is.
1: We know that we're playing Giannis Adetikondo. We don't know what
3: we don't
1: know. I'll say this: Kyle Lowry's Independence Day, and we have a lot of friends out there who who like Greek food, so we know that much. Um, <laughs> so, Looks like so, Kyle Lowry's. We'll uh, I don't think I know. We're
2: we'll we'll going cover this we uh, cover this matchup all over again a couple of days. So.
1: Yeah, so last thing I will say, just because it, it's been bugging me, we didn't spend enough time on it, and I just saw the final stat on it. Um, Rob. Cel- now, Celtics went scoreless for a buck thirty-two to end the game um, uh, when they had chances to tie and take the lead, and uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown did not touch the ball a single time in the last minute and 32 seconds of the That's game. Right. And again, I, I, it, of the oh. things that we talk about, Bobby, and again, this could spiral into an hour – But the things that we talk about, that may be the single most frustrating thing about Brad Stevens and his tenure here as coach, and that goes back to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cavaliers when Jason Tatum didn't touch the ball for four straight minutes. Like, its I just can't understand coaching a team and not saying you must, first thing you do when you cross half court, get the ball in one of those guys' hands and we run the offense through them. I don't understand... How that happens, you're playing into some other team's strength. A, a minute 32 and your two best players, two all-stars, don't touch the ball is Ooh. obscene to me. Then,
0: obscene. then when they do touch the ball, you blast them for not being good enough ball handlers. You just move on to the next gripe. Okay, so you like the plan of them. No, not- no, yeah. I'm just saying.
2: How yeah, do say you defend that?
0: No, I'm, not, defend I'm just it? saying. There's a great for everything with this team. And there's again, not- a lot of people have jumped off the ship tonight and said that the team's not even worth investing in or improving. I still disagree. I think Brown's good enough. I think Tatum's good enough. I think this core is so good enough. So give them the ball down, down the stretch.
3: Give if them the so freaking good, ball. Why? Why, why, why you know are they me means, guys. It goes. It goes back to what we talked about earlier. They don't have to there's,
1: isolate. They draw defenders and pass it, and it's okay. But they got to touch the freaking ball. Right? Yeah, but, but it's that's, almost that's like me. there's
3: no there's no Superman on the team, so there's nobody. Demanding the ball once they you know cross half court, it's like you said, it's like almost like taking turns with, with the ball whether it's Jalen or whether it's Tatum. It was neither that time, but it was you know apparently it was it was Smart again down the stretch, and I'm not going to blame Smart for the loss, but it does feel like he has he ends up with, you know the ball in his hands taking the shot, late in the games way more often than really, I think anybody wants to see. So uh, it was, you know, another, and another it's almost case like
1: they're baiting him into taking it. Like the defense is like, yeah. sure, give the ball to Marcus. Sure, you can shoot. Why do you think he has so many open shots? They're like, yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's
3: that goes back to Brad needing to have, you know, the right place to get these guys open and get them the ball.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, we will wrap it. I will say I went the entire hour and 20 minutes, 15 minutes without saying Rob Williams. Rob, <laughs> I tried Williams.
3: to get you in the end. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rob hey,
0: they've his minutes That's up. He was He's playing good. Tonight.
2: The
1: streak
0: continues. Yeah.
3: Listen, oh, I no, told no, you
0: guys you were gonna get exactly. what you wanted. How
3: many? How we many? Didn't. We did. How many he play tonight? Nineteen minutes.
0: Not much oh, at all. Geez. Well, he was twenty-eight you, the other day, so they they had to rest him tonight.
3: Yeah, no, I think right.
1: they liked, I, think it, I think it was a Tice game. Yeah. For for better I for
0: worse, you know. I think that
3: was that was what they went. Oh, is
0: is Thompson gone tomorrow? Yeah, no probably. matter what
3: no i don't think get anyone to take him
1: we didn't talk about the thompson rumors but they also actually kind of bore me so i'm not going to get into that but uh we'll see what happens with him tomorrow that's as right, well huh? obviously yeah. anything, obviously anything you can do people are saying 2 to 3 30 i honestly think that's how long we'll be up here uh probably yeah, ni- probably 90 sure, minutes tomorrow if we don't those- have cast for the entire time people pop in and out like i said Sharad's probably going to join us we may have some other uh, what if people. something
0: happens at 3
1: a.m tonight what are we going to do do i have to shake you out of bed i'm you know me i sleep three hours a night and it's not always the same three so as long that's as i get cat, three man. hours be, yeah, what's i think that? that's cat
2: john cat. <laughs> cat bro <laughs> is that why you wear the hat?
1: john's no. calf when our when our social media interns who are like twelve years old send a text thread and they're like you know uh you know uh, that Bobby and I are both on and they sent the text with Jalen Brown and the cap responding to the <laughs> did thing. you
0: really not have a clue I I, 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 <laughs> when I, when I wrote back
1: in the chain was explain it to me like I'm forty five. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, and all of them were like, "Oh, this freaking boomer."
0: Oh, John, what the, f what the f does that mean? I wonder if Nick knows what it means. Oh,
2: <laughs> no, chance. no chance. No chance, bro. <laughs> Nick has no idea what that means. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> if... Oh my gonna god! Say, if John
2: doesn't know that Nick. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if John doesn't know. Nick doesn't know that.
0: Shit. That <laughs> phrase is used a lot and almost absolutely too much clearly yeah
1: one time one time was too much for me i think it's dumb yeah. as shit but anyway
2: oh it just cracked me up having to that's like, to, obviously because jalen brown used it i have to put it in my stories so i'm writing the story i'm like i have to explain what this means i can't just throw it out there like it's but like you know, telling me was like showing your dad how to google you know like it was like <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man they crack me yeah. up that was yeah. like when um the James Harden rumors were going like crazy before he was traded and he, he he posted a video of him like unscrewing a bottle cap and everyone's like does that mean cap or no cap? And then like it just went back oh, and yeah. forth. And I forgot nobody had any idea. Yeah. So just another um, cap uh, example. That's a different type of cap, John. It means okay. the same thing. It's just a different type of cap. I don't want to blow your mind or anything, but
1: it's all right. I uh, you know, it's all right. The other the other thing is like my visions going too so i was looking at it I was like is that is that a hat <laughs> pandemic killed my uh screen eyes killed me yeah, you gotta get the
3: blue you gotta get the blue light i light. needed them
1: i needed them i was no, uh, i think that's the my entire life actually better than 2020 and now i'm like squinty this pandemic killed me yep. with the screens killed start me. To get the twitch soon oh which is so next. Bad. yeah oh someone's saying woge bomb but i don't believe it Somebody look real
3: quick. Do not believe anything in the chat, please. They
0: just
1: don't want us to Unless leave. Unless
3: they're saying. I
1: don't believe it, but it's worth checking. Well, I'm not going to report
0: don't on it. I
3: don't think no, Woj tweeted. This is what they do. This is what the chat does. Roach they, they, they do hasn't tweeted
1: for a while. Guys, I have Twitter. I may not know what the cap means, but I, <laughs> I can look up I can look up friggin' tweets. A lot of people <laughs> want to follow you, John. Put your Twitter out there. My Twitter, that they just want to troll
0: me. My Twitter, <laughs> what is my Twitter? John,
3: John doesn't tweet often, but when he does,
0: it makes a it makes a wave The people know. Oh, it gets at what's least that, two likes. That, what's that? Yeah, what's that it's
1: cover John photo? John underscore Zanis, Z A N N I S. I forgot what it was. John what, what, underscore
2: what's Zanis. That, what's that cover photo? I like it. I like that. Oh, that's Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh. oh, oh, oh. No, no, the cover photo. Yeah, that's how
3: John hides his identity. Oh, the
1: cover? Is it like yeah. the lights?
2: Yeah. That's a fish concert that I went to. I thought it was Coldplay. I was going to ask you about that. It looks like Coldplay. No,
1: no, no. Was from, that was from a show that I went to. It's just a cool looking picture. That's just funny. Oh, that's a completely, concert, different,
2: huh? completely different Period. band.
1: So I was yeah. off on that one. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um Confirmed fish guy.
2: Yeah. the Coldplay show. Yeah.
1: Neesmith Bomb. Neesmith for a jar of pickles.
3: <laughs>
2: there it is. Thanks. How many pickles?
3: Because That's, that what we find. that's what an awful
2: trade. On. Terrible trade. Yeah. Terrible trade. All right.
1: So guys, again, uh, Mm -hmm. tomorrow, two o'clock. Again, thank you for hanging out. Celtics lose to the Bucks. Moral victory. Frustrating game. Possibly Marcus Smart's last game. Keep an eye on your Twitter. Literally anything could happen. And I swear, if we're still awake, we're jumping live if something happens at 2 or 3 a.m. Bobby, I put it on. It's on you to wake
0: me. Now, if it happens at 8.30 a.m., you're going to have to shake me out of bed. The opposite, right? Yeah. My I'll tough window we'll is like two to six. The rest of it, I'm
1: I'm I'm around. Yeah, don't wake me up. <laughs> That's the oh, only window you're you gonna find up. me. Yeah. Yes,
2: those are John's sleeping hours and so two to six. Jeez.
1: Let's go, guys. Let's do something big tomorrow. Let's get creative. Let's get funky. It would be really interesting if a million things happen. I'd love to see three trades. I I'd
0: think be- that's the sneaky possibility that I'd the Celtics to see- have to send this like a bunch of different ways. This
1: guy to here, this guy to here, yeah. and I'd love to see a total freaking makeover of this team. Don't, but get your, don't
3: get your hopes up. Don't get yeah, your hopes up. I think it's a good I, chance it
0: happens. I,
1: I've, been, I've, I've been around long enough, Jimmy. We we know what how this usually ends. <laughs> How's this going to end
0: tomorrow? We what are they going to do? What's your prediction? They make a trade, but I don't know what you which think. One. So, yeah. all right, Jimmy, Uh, nothing, Joe Sway, low tier trade. I'm scared of nothing, too. I just, all right, let's I see can't. what happens. Two we'll o'clock, you, you, you got bench players
3: and, and, and draft picks. We'll see you guys here, two o'clock.